0: We would like to thank our Patreon donors. So this time, thanks to Kelly, J.S., Caitlin, and Carrie, and an extra special thanks to Noah and Tina. Noah and Tina have flawless hair at all times and perfectly clear skin.
1: I do know that about them. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, I've noticed, jealously.
0: Mm-hmm. capitalist hellscape. Well, here's the sitch. We're gonna help you, sis, because bitches get riches. Bitches get riches. Bitches get riches. Bitches get riches.
1: And so can you. We have a new Patreon donor who is deaf um, and she sent me a question that is kind of specific to looking for jobs while deaf, which um, spoiler alert is incredibly challenging and discouraging. It made me really happy to receive that question though, because um, I actually minored in hearing and deafness. Um, That wasn't really my plan. I just took a sign language course in college, Uh, as a total whim. And I loved it so much that every semester thereafter, I was like, I have to have at least one course in this because it was just So much fun, taught me a skill that I never would have learned otherwise, taught me so much about communicating, not just in American Sign Language, but how to use your body, your face, your voice, uh, your eye lines to communicate. And it's also made me a lot better at communicating with folks who don't share a language with me. It's just super, super rewarding. Um, So I was really happy to get that question, and it just kind of reminded me to plug... If if anyone has has questions that they would like to hear answered in an ASL video, <laughs> I will try my best. Please keep it to, to like second grader level uh, complexity <laughs> in your question, such as which way to the library? <laughs> 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 I, I want to
0: point out that like in the time it took you to say that, I just logged on to our Patreon. We have a second deaf patron. <gasps> we do not. We do. For real? Mm-hmm. Basically said that uh, he was really happy that the first thing he saw after becoming a patron was your ASL message uh, <gasps> on our homepage. I love it. Oh my gosh. There I go. That's so exciting. That makes me so happy. Uh, you're so cute when you're excited. This
1: lights a fire under my butt to make sure that we get podcast transcripts out because that's something we've struggled with in the past because it's just the two of us and we only have so many hours in the day. Um, but I think uh, you and I are all, all aboard the accessibility train. Oh, absolutely. We'll figure it out. Totally.
0: Anyway, I'm Kitty. And I'm Piggy. And we're the bitches and bitches get riches. We're the adorable and charming animal companions to your Disney princess.
1: And we're here to provide comedic relief when you sing about your hopes and dreams, which are going to be dashed.
0: Um, Our time on this planet is limited. So let's get started. An anonymous reader says, I have been offered a mentorship opportunity at my place of employment, and I am looking for advice on how to make the most of it as the mentee. I'm actively working at taking a more proactive role in my career and financial situation as I have a bad habit of underselling myself and my time. One of these days, I will be a boss bitch, and this is a ladder step for me to get there. Any tips would be greatly appreciated.
1: Thank you so much for choosing this question because I have a lot of mentees Mm at my high-powered corporate job business executive realness job um Hmm. where i pretend to be a normal adult um and i cannot tell you how much frustration i have had as the mentor when my mentees are just clearly lost And they are lost in a way that ends up kind of wasting my time and makes me less likely to be able to help them with anything. Mm, So this is a, this is rich, fertile land, which we may seed and water with our wisdom.
0: Indeed. And I was the internship coordinator at my old job for many years. So I have a laundry list of things you should not do as a mentee at work. So I'm just going to bring all that frustration to the conversation here um, to make sure people don't make the same mistake as uh, accidental misogynist boy or pajama girl. Oh my God, classic characters from the Bitches Get Riches Pantheon. <laughs> classic characters. I think the number
1: one thing is that like a lot of them have not had experience with a mentor-mentee relationship. Mm -hmm. They've had experiences um, of being with someone who is in their direct sort of um, chain of command like a teacher. teacher, Mm -hmm. Or a parent. Or a a coach. Yeah. Um, But really having a relationship with someone who doesn't grade you or judge you or have any impact on your life, but is just there to um, help you think a little bit more constructively about your current situation. I do think that that's kind of rare. And so I I think it's kind of understandable that a lot of folks are like maybe 23 years old and having a mentor for the first time and thinking, oh, I should be talking to you like you're my manager or my my teacher or my parent. Right. Uh, Which is wrong
0: please don't do that mm-hmm. that's not why we're there yes. <sighs> no it's it's frustrating because it like not only is it uh, the first sort of mentor mentee relationship a lot of young people have had but it's also their first job a lot of times like mm-hmm. I'm, again I'm coming from this from the point of view of an internship coordinator and a lot of the trouble that I saw young people get into was just not knowing how a professional work situation functions. Um, so I know I referenced pajama girl already. Um, and she's also referenced in the classic bitches get riches article, what to wear and what not to wear to work. Um, and she, she was assigned to me, so I didn't get to choose her. So she shows up for her first day and she's, you know, dressed pretty casually, but as the semester goes on, she like clearly just like literally rolls out of bed and shows up in my office. And granted it's a, pretty casual office like i wore jeans most days but i wore jeans in like a blouse and i showered and i like you know combed my hair there was one day she literally showed up in pajamas and birkenstocks and she had food in her hair <gasps> i didn't know
1: about the food in the hair or rather i'm sure you've told me about it but i my brain was like please don't hold on to this yeah, piece of it information was,
0: it's too upsetting i don't know if it was like a crumb of a bagel or something but it was like near her mouth area her just the hair was like out and I had to be like girl this is my place of business girl watch, your, know, face. watch your face I <laughs> um, hate that fucking book anyway but I the point being like she just assumed that if she could roll out of bed and go to class like that she could go to my place of business like that and I had to be like please leave go home today and like, and think about what you've done. You know, the most professional situation she had ever been in was a college lecture hall. And she wasn't thinking about how her appearance reflected on me and reflected on the company. And if somebody had came in who mattered, a client, for example, or an an author in this case, like she would not have represented us well. Um, and I'm just, I'm going to talk that up to inexperience there.
1: What that anecdote kind of illustrates is like, to me, the first tenet of the mentor-mentee relationship has to be um, to be respectful Mm -hmm. of your mentor's time. I think you need to understand that when you are a mid-level or a high-level person within a company, you have a lot of things competing for your time. And so for me, it's important to make time for my mentees. Mm -hmm. I will... I will work late to meet my deadlines to also squeeze in a meeting with a mentee. But what's frustrating is when that mentee comes to um, this meeting that I've worked hard to set aside and defend this time for them and they don't use that time well. Um, so I, I think there's a kind of a basic question that a lot of younger folks might have about like, what am I supposed to? Mm-hmm. to be doing with you? Like, what is a good, productive f- way to spend half an hour with your mentor? Like what? What? And I think uh, the question that always comes to my mind that um, someone who used to mentor me would ask is, how can I help you? Mm. What can I do to help you? It's a great question. And to me, it really encapsulates the mentor-mentee relationship. I use my mentors to kind of talk through the problems that I'm not ready to talk to my manager about this yet, but I've been having a conflict with a coworker. Can I tell you about it and get your perspective on what you think I should do? Or I'm kind of frustrated that I feel like I've been stuck in the same role for the past couple of years and I'm ready for something new, but I don't think my, my boss seems that interested in promoting me. How do I position myself? Or I'm interested in a role on a different team that's open right now. How do I navigate like the kind of like, ooh, awkwardness of telling my boss that I would love to interview for a role with someone else. Almost like a therapist, but but not dealing with personal problems, dealing
0: with business problems. Absolutely. And I also want to point out, you know, part of the purpose of mentor-mentee relationships in the workplace is It's kind of a pay-it-forward situation. Yeah. Um, I mean, I I know I had three internships before my first, like, real job out of college. Um, And those internships were incredibly valuable for me. And I am thankful to this day for the people who mentored me in those internships and who, you know, took the time to, like, make sure I was successful and I was asking the right questions and just being useful and that I would have... Something on my resume where they could, they would not only remember me, but say, and she did a good job. Mm-hmm. It's a pay it forward situation, but the mentor doesn't have to be doing it. Yeah. So, un- unlike your high school teachers who are paid to be there, not well, but still paid to be there, um, and you are required to be there as well, like it's not a requirement. The mentor is volunteering to mentor you. Take it seriously. Yeah. Like, because, you know, they're going to be the people who are going to be your references for your first job. And the last thing you want is for them to be unwilling to be a reference or to be like, uh, who?
1: Yeah. Other than to like show up on time without bagels in your hair. <laughs> I think that you really only have to do one thing when you are going into a meeting with your mentor, which is to come to them ready to articulate a problem that you have. hmm your real role as the mentee is to bring me as your mentor a problem that I can help you solve. And if you come with no agenda, with with nothing, and you expect me to kind of guide the conversation, that's when I feel like my time isn't being used well because I'm like, oh, clearly you already have everything figured out and you don't need me. Um, or you were told by your boss to like, do, here, do this. I've arranged for you to have a mentor. Um, like I don't want to be in that situation any more than you do. So like, if that means I could get a few hours back every month to, to work on other things, I- I'm fine with that. Like, I don't, I don't need that. If you don't have anything like that, um, go ahead and cancel that, that week or that month's <laughs> meeting. Um, I, I can't tell you what a, what a joy it is when I've got, um, you know, four or five meetings on my calendar every single day and I get one of them canceled. I'm like, yee like, please, if you, if you truly don't have anything to talk about, feel free to cancel. And if you feel like you've kind of like gotten as much out of that mentoring relationship as you can, Feel free to say, like, I'm going to move this from a once a week or a once a month cadence to an at-need, which is a nice corporate businessy way mm-hmm. of saying, I don't need to hang out with you w- to, to, like, put training wheels on my problems anymore. I'm just going to call you when I need you. Yeah.
0: That's a beautiful well, thing. I think that gets to the larger issue of, you know, being a mentee means not wasting your mentor's time. Um, And I would actually take it a step further and say that, you know, if you don't have a problem in your career that you need to discuss with your mentor, um, you can also just like ask questions about them. Um, One of the most frequently answered questions that I've, you know, done with my interns is, how did you get your first job in the publishing industry? Like, that's something that, you know, young people who are struggling in the early parts of their career want to know. Um, but they also ask you know questions like about how to negotiate contracts and various other just like aspects of my job that they haven't had to do yet, but they might eventually and they want to go in not completely blind so even if you don't have a problem, like just ask for information, you know keep them talking, they are a font of experience and information for you, and that's not something that can be wasted and again, you know they're gonna be happy to do it they're they're choosing to be there for you so as long as you're not, you know, wasting their time being like, yeah, buddy the elf, what's your favorite color? They're going to want to be there for you and answer those important questions.
1: Yeah. A lot of my mentees are recent graduates from historically black colleges, um, all of whom are black themselves. I think one of the reasons that people send them my way for, um, mentoring opportunities is that they know that I'm someone who will listen and uh, who kind of understands concepts like microaggressions and code switching and like understanding how to like um, work your way through some of those more sensitive frustrations. Um, The thing is, when you come to your boss, your, your regular day to day manager with a problem, Um, We tend to try to coach people to like always come with the solution Mm -hmm. Um, like, oh, I am having a problem with this process. These reports take too long. So what if I took a couple of days to make an automated reporting system? Bam, there's your problem and your solution. That's a great way to use your manager. Um, With your manager, you want to avoid coming with problems that you haven't thought through any kind of solution to, Mm. that ends up making you look like maybe you lack problem-solving abilities. Your mentor is someone who you have much more freedom with to say, like, I am very frustrated by um, this person or this process. And usually, if you are in a situation where you maybe have a bit of a unique voice within your company, if you are, say, the only woman on your team or the only person of color or the only young person, like... Try to see if you can find someone who really understands that perspective or at least respects that perspective um, to help guide you through it. Because I cannot imagine an experience more frustrating than if I were, say, a young woman of color talking to a guy who can't relate to any of those experiences and thinks that, like, well, the solution to everything is hard work.
0: Yeah, when that's definitely not the case for a lot of people. that,
1: that would that would um, drive me really away from all human contact. I'd go live in the woods. <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay, so to go back to your point about um, how it's safer to ask a mentor about certain things than, you know, a boss or co worker in a professional situation. I think it's a good way to sort of practice too. Like you can have a mock job interview with your mentor. You can have a mock discussion of asking for a raise or, you know, if you're having a problem at work, you can go to your mentor and say, Hey, I need to address this with my boss or my HR director or something. Can we kind of role play through this situation? And and can I pitch some ideas off of you of how I will handle this situation in conversation with the, the real person I'm going to be talking to? So I just, you know, that, that level of trust uh, is like, it can't be overstated. And it's also, you know, it's a wonderful way to kind of have a dress rehearsal for real job stuff. And most of what I end up doing is giving them feedback on how they're doing. You know, I leave the last five minutes to tell them, you know, you really sucked at answering this question and you need to make eye contact more and stuff like that. But it's the kind of thing that young people or mentees in general just aren't going to get from the real life situation. So you need to be open to that feedback from a mentor and you need to be willing to take some harsh feedback in sometimes.
1: Yeah, um, I, I think that one of the best ways, other than being respectful of your mentor's time, um, one of the best ways to build that really strong um, advocacy relationship with your mentor, especially if there's someone who's higher up in the company than you are, or really respected in the industry, whereas you're a newcomer um, is to show them that I'm listening to you and I'm going to try your advice. Mm-hmm. Um, ideally you should be talking to this person because you think that they honestly have like good ideas and good insights. And it thrills me when um, I have a conversation with a mentee where we're talking through some issue that they're working on. And then I get to talk to them again two weeks later and they say, so I did what you advised and it worked out really great. Like that fills my whole chest with just like a warm sensation that normally would probably make me call 911. But I know is actually um pride. It's pride. I'm very happy that I was able to help that person and that they respected me enough to try the things that I suggested. Um, so that's that's a, a lovely, a lovely relationship to have.
0: I mean, I feel like that slight heart swelling feeling is the whole reason why we run this blog, right? Yeah, that's it. It really is And uh,
1: sweet gifts Some sweet sweet, gifts I found That's it I need a place to put all these sweet (laughs) gifts
0: We really do Are you good with that? I am good with that Okay
1: Listeners, if there's a question that you'd like for us to answer Go to BitchesGetRiches.com and click
0: Ask the Bitches There's only one way to guarantee that we'll answer your question And that's to become a Patreon donor
1: If you like what we do and you want us to keep doing it Please become a Patreon donor And support us with whatever donation amount You are comfortable with We don't need a lot. A small donation's
0: fine, but, like, Piggy needs to eat. I do need to eat. Bitches Get Riches is my whole job. Oh, God. Please save me. Uh, We also have a merch store where you can buy t-shirts and printable worksheets and
1: more. Finally, there are some free things you can do to say thanks. All right? You listening? If you're one of those people who's like, oh, I have no money to spare. Okay, well, here are the things that you can do that still help us. You can rate and review us on iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, whatever you use. It bumps us up on the charts. It makes it easy for us to find. Follow us on Twitter, Tumblr, Instagram, and Pinterest. Please, just do that. Just subscribe. Just it's a boost yeah. in the numbers. Just they follow help. us. Yeah. Do the thing. And you can do all that stuff at BitchesToGetRiches.com. Hey, uh, is there anything
0: else they should know? Any
1: film historian will tell you that the greatest streak of films that an actor's ever been in was Tom Hanks from 1992
0: to 2002. Good to know. just out! out.